we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 14, 2014. I uh, just have a little bit more to cover here with the Ebola. And um, this report is uh, Ebola vaccine to be tested on humans. FDA gives green light for Ebola vaccine human safety trial air to, uh, trial to start. And we're going to be talking about that. And um, this is very, very significant. And this is just, just came from CNN. So I'm going to go ahead and let these two CNN guys, uh, this is a, over, you know, a little over three minutes. Dr. Gupta, you look at this initial test here, and they're starting with a very small group, just a handful of mm-hmm. people. How good are the hopes are here? How high are the hopes here that this could do something, uh, make a difference? Well, you know, um, it's, you know, the answer in part is this is why you do science. Uh, what we know about this ahead of time, it hasn't been used in humans before, so it's hard to, hard to predict, but it has been used in, in non-human primates, uh, chimpanzees, and it's been pretty effective. Uh, some people may look at that and say, well, you know, there's a lot of examples where things work on animals and then don't translate to humans. That's true, and, and I think that's, that's why this is being done. But look, there, there were a lot of different vaccine trials out there, Jim. Uh, we've been talking about this for some time. This is the one they sort of zeroed in on. Uh, why exactly this one? Uh, not sure, but it's probably in part because of, you know, they, they feel this, this one holds more promise than the others, Jim. Now, now with the vaccine, in layman's terms, this is, this is putting a, a piece of the virus, in effect, in your body. Is that right, to, to stimulate an immune response? Yeah, that, that's the way to think about it. It's, it's an interesting sort of model. They, they use a, a different virus altogether as a transport vehicle, and then they take a couple of uh, parts of the Ebola virus and, and put it into someone's body and see if the body starts to respond, starts to make antibodies that would fight that virus if it ever saw it again. So I'm sure nothing could go wrong with that scenario. Nothing. They're using one virus to transport the Ebola virus, and hopefully the body will, will respond and fight it off. I mean, this is absolute, total insanity. This is going to be the primary vector whereby, or potentially the primary vector by which it spreads, just like the 1918-1919 Spanish flu, and the people that died from that were the ones that were given the vaccines, and there was Tons and tons of eyewitness accounts. I went over many of them in the the avian flu teaching that I said before. You could watch for free there. Men that were hale and hearty one day died of the black death plague the next after they were vaccinated. Men and women. Okay, so they're 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 basically saying they're going to do the same thing here with the Ebola with this experimental vaccine. Okay. So you're sort of priming the body, if you will, Jim, with this sort of vaccine. But but no danger of the person actually getting... Priming the body for death is what he actually meant meant to say there. Ebola from taking the vaccine. I asked the same question. Uh, There really doesn't seem to be any danger, either from the virus that's transporting it, or these, these fragments... Oh, so I'm so glad that we have his word that there's no real risk of getting Ebola from the vaccine, even though it is going to appear to have some type of live Ebola virus in the vaccine. I mean, nothing could go wrong with that scenario.
the Ebola virus. You couldn't get the Ebola infection from just these 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 parts of the Ebola, if you will. Uh, one final question here, then. Yeah, just like the the Spanish flu, nineteen eighteen, nineteen nine. No, nobody died from that either. This is an experimental vaccine that the FDA is proceeding with. You also have an experimental treatment uh, that's been talked a lot about, this ZMAP drug that has had some success, including with the Americans, yeah. American victims of this disease. Is that a measure uh, of desperation? Perhaps just the seriousness of the disease that they're resorting to experimental treatments and vaccines at this point. Well, here's how I would think about this. And, and, you know, there's no absolute answer here. You're going to get different answers. I've asked lots of people this question. What we're hearing, first of all, has never happened before. I mean, we've never been talking about using a vaccine, using these experimental treatments in humans. This is a medical first. So this is this is really important. Um, It was expedited. I mean, they've been talking about vaccine trials for some time, but it was expedited as a result of what's happening in West Africa. There's no question that has lit a fire underneath this whole process. But I think it's it's also really important, Jim, you know, having been there on the ground in West Africa, there are lots of questions that will arise, even if you have a good vaccine. Who do you give it to? Very important question. I mean, you don't want to just give it out to everybody, and, you know, there's potential risks with that. But also, someone once said to me, Jim, if the cure for AIDS came in the form of a clean glass of water, you still couldn't rid the world of AIDS because you've got to distribute these these medicines as well to the people who need it. And, you know, you've seen these places in West Africa. It's difficult simply to get from point A to point B. So this is not going to be the final answer. The final answer is still stopping the outbreak, going to the burial sites, counseling families, making sure that patients aren't spreading the virus more than they already have. Okay, so that's that report. Uh, Let's go further. Ebola vaccine to be manufactured by criminal drug company with a felony record. Rushed to market with near zero safety testing. Now, this is, this report was written uh, weeks ago. The fruit of this report, or, or the evidence of this report, was the video that we just heard, okay? Which, like I said, this the video you just heard was just released, okay? This report, Mike Adams released a few weeks ago, and this is about GlaxoSmithKline, who are the ones that are, that are manufacturing this vaccination that you just heard this doctor talking about with the live Ebola uh, Ebola parts in the vaccine that will be transported by another virus. Okay? Um, While the world of conventional medicine lines up for profit from the Ebola panic, there is no mention anywhere in the mainstream media of the criminal corporation behind the Ebola vaccine that's coming, that we just heard about. I mean, if he would have said, well, we're going to take a totally attenuated Ebola virus, a totally killed Ebola virus... And and um, use it, but he didn't say that. To me, it sounded like it was a live or partially attenuated Ebola vaccine that was piggybacked on another virus that was probably also live. Which is, to me, the height of insanity when dealing with something this virulent. And here we have GlaxoSmith Smith Klein now being celebrated by the Pro Pharma Press is the same company that is also a proven criminal record of bribing physicians and knowingly distributing misleading information about the safety of their drug products. So it's like, okay, here you go, Satan. We want you to, ve- to develop this wonderful Ebola vaccine, and we know you're going to be a good guy. 
and you wouldn't do anything bad, you know, we know you're going to release a, you know, wonderful vaccine that's going to save millions of lives. Uh, that's not going to happen. Just two years ago, GSK, or otherwise known as GlaxoSmithKline, pled guilty to felony crimes in the United States and was forced to pay a historical $3 billion fine for committing those crimes. There's a link to that report. After paying the fine, GSK was then exempted from normal rules regarding criminal enterprise, as they should be. I mean, criminals should be able to operate whatever way they want to operate, however they feel fit to operate. I think we can all agree on that, right? Come on. So they were exempted from the normal rules. After they they paid this $3 billion, billion fine, maybe the $3 billion, it sounds like, was um, the um, fee they had to pay in order to be exempted from these normal rules regarding criminal enterprise. Maybe that was the entry fee for that. Allowing it to continue conducting business with the federal government. So we have one satanic organization yoking up with another. Global healthcare giant GlaxoSmithKline agreed to plead guilty and pay $3 billion to resolve its criminal and civil liabilities arising from the company's unlawful promotion of certain prescription drugs, its failure, failure to report certain safety data, and its civil liability for alleged false price reporting practices. The Justice Department announced this today, and that was said, uh, says a U.S. Department of Justice press release. Um, as Nat- Natural News reported in 2012, a roughly nine-year federal engagement investigation has exposed GSK's rampant abuse of the law by illegally marketing drugs, forging drug safety data, bribing doctors to promote dangerous and expensive drugs, ripping off Medicare and Medicaid, um, and lying about the effectiveness and safety of drugs. And all this deception has generated tens of billions of dollars in profits for GSK over the years, while thousands of patients who have used the drugs drug products involved have suffered horrific side effects and even death. Now the same company that admitted committing multiple felony crimes is going to lead the development of the Ebola vaccine that was just talked about in the first video we just saw. We just heard. I mean, uh, any red flags here? Anyone? I don't know. I don't see any. I mean, this is all seems good to me. As the CB... CNBC reports, quote, clinical, a clinical trial of the experimental vaccine against the deadly Ebola virus is set to start shortly, according to British drug maker GSK, which is co-developing the product with U.S. scientists. I mean, this is absolute, total insanity now we're dealing with. I mean, talk about the fox guarding the hen house. We also know that the vaccine will not be tested for anything other than and short-term side effects. And as this thing gets bigger, they're going to have more and more people begging for the vaccine to be released and more and more pressure to rush it to market. And this is all by design. So that whenever the horrific, unbelievable, unprecedented side effects of doom start cropping up in this, they're going to say, hey guys, sorry, But, you know, the Ebola thing was exploding, and even though we most likely created that whole thing, and that, you know, we were, had all this pressure on us to force it to market. The vaccine worked great, supposedly, but yeah, it had all these 
bad side effects. And what I think of is I am legend. Think I am legend with this. And in the whole I am legend thing, it was a vaccine, supposedly a cancer vaccine, that was, it was like a, combined with a measles virus slash rabies virus, which turned, yeah, it got rid of your cancer, but unfortunately you turned into this rabid um, zombie and it killed all the world and, and, you know, that type of thing. Well, here we have a similar scenario with much more pressure, though, than a cancer virus. There would be much more pressure to bring this to market quickly because it's Ebola. It's killing people right now. Whereas cancer, you know, isn't contagious, Ebola is. So I talked about this in my 4614 teaching, part 4. I give you the whole, give you the link to that teaching, I give you the table of the contents. Just let me read you some of the table of contents that we covered in that. Outbreak is a 1995 American medical disaster film about Ebola-like pandemic about an Ebola-like pandemic, and I talk about that and, and, and how that plays into things with Hollywood's uh, predictive programming here and Satan telegraphing his punches. And then the next part was U.S. is licensing a live rabies-based Ebola vaccine, preps pandemic quarantine stations and injury fund. Next report, prospective grant of ex- exclusive license of the multivalent vaccines for rabid rabies virus and Ebola and Marburg phyloviruses. So I talked a lot about this then and I gave more details. Uh, next one, zombie virus possible via rabies flu hybrid. Rabies seems to be keeping, it was an I am legend, it's being talked about with the Ebola a lot. It just keeps cropping up and up and up. And then, Vaccine warfare. Texas airdrops rabies vaccine packets for animals over a 7,000 square mile area. They're airdropping huge swaths of land with these rabies uh, supposed vaccine packets that the indigenous animals eat. So is this their way to pre-infect the animal population so they'll be rabid or whatever? Lord knows the scenario they have planned. For humanity. I can't even... It's like something out of the Walking Dead series. Okay? Or, or whatever B-rated zombie movie you want to pick. Seems That seems to be their 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 um, their plan for humanity. Uh, n- the next report. Here we go again. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has already conducted bizarre experiments on the genetically engineered mosquitoes that carry vaccines to be silently injected into unsuspecting humans and have also invested heavily in a covert vaccination technology that could vaccinate you with a spray mist used at an airport security checkpoint. Which, again, I've said that the airports are ground zero for whatever they're trying to condition humanity to accept. With TSA and now the full-body terahertz scanners, which literally rip apart your DNA, or their you know, perverted um, opt-out pat-downs, where you're basically getting sexually molested, potentially. And here we have Bill and Melinda Gates behind this again. I mean, they're, they're like ground zero for evil. Especially when it comes to the vaccine agenda. Bill and Melinda Gates. I can't imagine how white hot they're going to burn in hell in in the lake of fire. Those two devils. I mean, they are ground zero for evil. 
And then I get into the whole I Am Legend and the depopulation agenda. I talk about that movie there. I don't want to rehash ground that I just recently covered, but it does heavily play into this subject. And then vaccine for rabies and their diabolical ingredients. One of the one of the actual ingredients in the rabies vaccine is human diploid cells, which were cultured from aborted babies, literally. It is a cur- and there's there's at least thirteen others that are cultured directly from aborted babies. Vaccines like MMR, mumps, measles, rubella, chickenpox, the Varivax one, the rabies one. Yeah, so that's another little thing they don't really disclose for you when you're getting your rabies vaccine. They don't want you to know. Satan doesn't want you to know this stuff. He wants you to be totally in the dark so that you literally are bringing a curse on yourself, but yet you don't even know you're doing it. So, a headline in the Daily Mail, going back to the main report, declares World Health Organization says vaccine could be rushed through. Oh, you better believe it's going to be rushed through. And especially if this thing starts to really get exponential on us in the next month or two. Now, if it starts to wane, okay. And that's what we should be praying for. That this doesn't spread. That that God stops the actual spread. Because if there's no real reason to panic, there's not going to be all of this fervor that they're, I believe, trying to create over bringing a vaccine to market, like ASAP. That same story goes on to report that the WHO said a potential vaccine for Ebola virus is being tested on humans and could be ready for widespread use as early as 2015. Okay, so here we are midway through September. They're just starting human clinical trials. You know they're going to fudge the numbers. You know they're going to do all that with the information. GlaxoSmithKline is a criminal enterprise that already has a history of doing that. Had to pay whatever, all those billions, because they got caught. And they're the ones in charge of this. And they're saying this will be available by early 2015, which is not that far away. Got the middle of September, October, November, December. That's three and a half months. And and who knows, if this thing really ramps up between now and then, they may even bring it to market sooner. Because of all the world, you know, the, the world clamoring for it. They're going to be clamoring for their own death. Doing the math here, if the Ebola vaccine clinical trial starts in, in September of 2014, we know that's the case. Okay, now remember, this was written like a month ago. Okay, that is the case. We just heard from the doctor on the interview saying they've already started starting these human trials. And the vaccine is manufactured and distributed to the public by early 2015. That leaves virtually zero time for observing vaccine side effects. Hey, you wind up a zombie? Hey! You know, that's part of the, the risk you took, you know? Oh well, you know, not that much harm done. My whole, me and my whole family are walking zombies now. I mean, you know, hey, we, there's a price to pay for everything. You know, there's no free lunches here. Let, let's let's be honest. I mean, come on now. Let's let's. Why can't we all just get along? Anyway, so uh, manufacturing the vaccine in large quantities, after all, takes many months. If this vaccine is to be available to the public by as early as 2015, they will have to start manufacturing it as early as October of 2014, roughly just one month after the vaccine trials began. They're going to give some little show of, oh, we had our vaccine trials, everything was great, now start taking it. 
they're going to be ramp. They're probably doing this. They probably already have stockpiles of this stuff, but they got to do something to show some semblance of testing. And here we have the most wicked drug company on the planet being the ones in charge of that, working with basically, you know, Satan, the federal government at this point, the highest levels I'm talking about. I'm not saying everybody in the federal government's Satan, but I mean at the highest levels, obviously Obama and the New World Order and their handlers. You're dealing with Satan there. I'm sure nothing could go wrong with that scenario. So, um, keep in mind that the United States vaccine manufacturers have zero liability for the damage and death caused by their products, which is also comforting. Due to a literal act of Congress, all vaccine manufacturers are able to abandon all safety testing and knowingly sell faulty and deadly products with zero risk of liability. This was all set up by design to make sure vaccine manufacturers could enjoy record profits while having zero liability for producing faulty products that harm children and adults. This is the reason why mercury is still in the flu vaccines, which are injected into children at a much higher level than even if it was in water would be allowed. A fact which I have scientifically proven in the natural news forensic food labs using an ICP uh, dash MS instrumentation. He's going in and actually testing a lot of these vaccines and foods and seeing exactly what's in them. It's all by design to kill off humanity and to dumb us down and to make us sick and to create a weak, sick population that will die much sooner than they normally would. And that type of population is much easier to control. And that's what a lot of this is about. This total immunity means there is no incentive for adequate safety testing of an Ebola vaccine. In other words, this is all going to be for show. Whatever this trial period they're talking about here, it's all for show. The company has the same liability, which is zero, whether they test the vaccine or not. Their goal is to sell the vaccine, not to make sure it is safe and effective. Time spent on conducting rigorous clinical trials with long-term observations simply isn't part of the sell-sell-sell business plan of today's vaccine manufacturers. Their current business slogan uh, is, every pandemic is an opportunity for profit. Absolutely. And with blanket immunity from all product liability, who needs safety testing? Vaccine manufacturers routinely rely on scientific fraud. Here is additional information you need to know about the vaccine fraud, uh, which is originally published in this article. There's a link to it there. According to two Merck scientists who filed a False Claims Act complaint in 2010, a complaint which has now just been unsealed, vaccine manufacturer Merck knowingly falsified its mumps vaccine test data, spiked blood samples with animal antibodies, sold a vaccine that actually promoted mumps and measles outbreaks, which again is over and over and over and over and over again when you release a vaccine, particularly one that's partially attenuated, meaning it has live viruses in it, you're going to actually create an outbreak of those very things you're vaccinating for. Okay? And, um, that's how it works. So, and the government's ripped off and ripped off governments and consumers who bought the vaccine thinking it was 95% effective. This is all the things that the Merck scientist uh, said was happening. You can see that False Claims Act document here. There's a link to it. 
The Merck vaccine fraud has been going on since the 1990s, says the Merck virologist. The testing of Merck's vaccine was never done against real-world mumps viruses in the wild. Instead, test results were simply falsified to achieve the desired outcome. (laughs) So, just lie. Totally. This entire fraud took place, quote, with knowledge, authority, and approval of Merck's senior management. Merck scientists, quote, witnessed firsthand the improper testing and falsification in which the Merck engaged in artificially, to artificially inflate the vaccine's efficacy findings, according to court documents. Here's all the sources for all of the things we just went over on the PDF. I mean, this is, this is total insanity. Um, a listener sent me this. 1992 New York, New Yorker magazine article describes Ebola. This is 1992 here. Okay, 22 years ago. A New Yorker magazine article described Ebola as causing zombie-like symptoms. Um, it, it Here's a link to it. There's a link to the whole article. The current status of Ebola makes one wonder if they were telegraphing their future moves when the CDC slash FEMA put out their zombie apocalypse information back in 2011. Now, I talked about that extensively. If you can't Ebola and then you do a separate search for zombie in my teachings, you're going to see I've talked a lot about the subject in the last couple of years, particularly Ebola, more recently zombie going back further. But yeah, the CDC has, has literally sheets they've released, literally warnings they've released regarding the zombie apocalypse. Supposedly, they say, oh, well, this is kind of tongue-in-cheek. Why do they keep releasing them then? Why is it that they keep updating them? Here's the latest update. There's a link to that. I mean, hmm, weird. Weird, weird, weird. And everybody in the I Am Legend movie caught, we're turning to zombies from a vaccine. Hmm, weird. That was on a virus. A rabies slash modified measles virus. And now they're talking about injecting more, two different viruses in us, partially alive viruses, one of them Ebola, the other one he didn't state, from the most corrupt drug company that the world's ever known, GlaxoSmithKline, and the world's going to be in a panic to get it. Hmm. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if there's any correlation. I wonder. I mean, I don't see any red flags. It's, it's a big, big, gigantic, like, green light on steroids, if you ask me. I mean, I'm going to be the first one at the local CVS to line up and get my, my mega death shot. I mean, why not? In fact, I'm going to go there and bend a knee and beg for it. Even though they're probably not going to require me to do that, I, I just want to grovel a little. I, I kind of I kind of feel that it, when that time comes, I'm going to be in a groveling mood. Because I get in those groveling moods every once in a while, and I like to go with the feeling, you know? So I kind of think that that, that might be what I do. Um, now, I wouldn't advise my listeners to do that, but I mean, that's just me. <laughs> Funny that way. Anyway, so let's go further here. Feds would exercise draconian emergency powers if Ebola hits the U.S. Federal health authorities could exercise authoritarian powers to control an Ebola outbreak if the deadly disease hits the United States um, under the Model State Emergency Health Powers Act. Legislation passed in the wake of 9-11, which attracted controversy at the time for its draconian scope. The Model State Emergency Health Powers Act, drafted during the 2001 anthrax 
anthrax attacks has since been adopted in whole or part by 33 states, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons warned that the legislation could turn governors into dictators, while the constitutional lawyer Phyllis Schlafly labeled it as an unprecedented assault on the constitutional rights of the American people. During describing the legislation as their as a threat to fundamental rights, the Heritage Foundation summarized a list of ways the law would be applied in the event of a public health emergency being declared. Under the legislation, public health authorities and the governors would rely on expanded police powers to, and I'm just going to list these, force individuals suspected of harboring an infectious disease to undergo medical examinations, track and share an individual's personal health information, including genetic information, force persons to be vaccinated, treated, or quarantined for infectious diseases, mandate that all health care providers report all cases of persons who harbor any illness or health condition that may be caused by an epidemic or an infectious agent and might pose a substantial risk to a significant number of people or cause long-term disability. Uh, note, neither substantial risk nor significant number are defined in the draft. Force pharmacists to report any unusual or increased prescription rates that may be for, caused by epidemic diseases, also preempt existing state laws, rules, and regulations, including those relating to privacy, medical licensure, and this is key, property rights. Also, control public and private property during any public health care emergency, including pharmaceutical manufacturing plants, nursing homes, and or other health care facilities, and communication devices. Also mobilize all or any part of the organized militia in disservice to the state to help enforce the state's orders, and ration firearms, explosives, food, fuel, and alcoholic beverages, among other commodities. Also impose fines and penalties to enforce these orders. As we highlighted yesterday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has measures in place for dealing with an outbreak of communicable disease, which will allow for the quarantine of well persons who do not show symptoms of the disease. Which would be a real easy excuse they could use to start roundups. Ah, uh, you know what? You're on our list. I know you're well. I know you look fine. But we're going to take you away because under the guise of you might get infected and spread this. So I have always said for a long, long time that I, if from a satanic standpoint, this is the way that is absolutely most logical. If you wanted to impose martial law, the New World Order, total breakdown of the government, ushering in the one world government under Antichrist and false prophet, this is the most logical way to do it. And I'm not saying without firing a shot but there would be much less shots fired if this whole collapse comes under a pandemic umbrella. Because people that would normally fight for their rights are going to be, if they think that that vaccine is the way that their family is going to be protected, they're going to rob Peter to pay Paul a lot of them in order to get their hands on it, and they're going to be willing to give up everything. Their rights, their guns, everything, in order to get it. So, this is why I do what I do, in order to educate people, so when that time comes, and I believe it will come, it's just a matter of time, that they won't fall for that garbage. 
that they're going to be educated, that they're going to realize the very thing they're begging for is going to be their absolute demise, and only God knows what's really in that vaccine. Remember, they want to create a transhuman world. They want to create... What was was the Satan's agenda in Genesis 6? Well, the daughters of men, you know, the sons of God, which is always a term in the Old Testament, which is translated from Hebrew, that always referred to good angels. Always. I understand in the New Testament, which is translated from Greek and Aramaic, that that phrase, sons of God, means a believer. Okay? Different part of the Bible translated from a different two different languages. Old Testament, sons of God, always translated into good angels. Do a keyword search for it. Prove it to yourself. It occurs in Job several times. Always refers to angels. Sons of God, in Genesis 6, saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took wives of all of them that they chose, and they bore to them, essentially, giants, which is translated from the world Nephilim, which means the fallen ones. What was Satan's agenda in Genesis 6? To defile the DNA of mankind. To literally create a hybrid race that would go and destroy the human race. They're trying to do the same thing in today's day. And Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, or Genesis 6, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, which is where we're on the cusp of. Okay, so... He's trying to create the same scenario today that he did in Noah's day. And I see the most direct way that they can do that is by injecting you with something directly into your bloodstream that totally changes you on a genetic level. I believe that's partly what the Mark of the Beast is going to do. You're going to be part cyborg. Jesus didn't die on the cross to save cyborgs, part human, part machine. The Mark of the Beast is going to be all-encompassing. It's going to you know, buy, sell, trade, the whole nine yards, but there's also going to be a, it's literally going to change you physiologically. And the way that they've got these neural computers and these neural implants, that and all of the telegraphing that Hollywood has done with these movies, they have that capability. Don't take these vaccines that literally could not just kill you, but could also change you from a genetic level where you're not even fully human anymore. I mean, that's what my advice would be. You, you pray about it, do what you want, but I don't want anything to do with any of this satanic garbage. And when people are at maximum desperation, they're not going to be at, worried about any of the details. They're just going to be saving, worried about saving their own skin. Well, yeah, you got injected with a, with a nice big microchip at the, at the same time, or maybe microchip dust that they can put in the vaccines very easily. Yeah, there was all kind of foreign DNA in there as well. And you're not fully human anymore, you know. I'm just saying, I wouldn't, that's a satanic carrot, and it's not even a carrot. It is a rotten satanic carrot under the guise of some type of supposed cure. And here, the people, the very people giving it to you are the ones that want to reduce world population by 90 to 95%. I'm sure you could trust them. So, I I think that's all I need to say about the subject. Um, That's all we have for today. I'll I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you, we thank you, we worship you, we honor you. I thank you for just um, letting this ministry, letting your truth go forward, Lord. Um, I pray you bless all the the people, the, the remnant 
the believers in the world that are that are uh, there, Lord, that are trying to propagate your truth, that you protect, Lord God, the innocent of the world, whether they be the unborn babies in the womb and the children or the women and the men. I just pray to God you protect your remnant, that you educate them, Lord. God, that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive your truth, and that we would be used mightily of you to propagate that truth. We would be used mightily to go forth and to lead other people to the Lord Jesus Christ. That your name be glorified through us. That you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable, pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.